Birgit Krippner is a Wellington-based, intrepid photographer, adventurer, and mother. Recently, she completed a journey that was, for her, a dream come true. Birgit, welcome back to Access Radio. You were last here on the Live from New Zealand program to tell us about your journey prior to actually embarking on the ship. Tell me about your, tell me about your trip. Hi, Patricia, and thanks for having me back. Well, it seems a bit far away already, but let me bring... Let's travel back in time. Um, the trip was... Well, I've had this dream for a long time, and then when the trip finished, when I left the spirit of Auckland, which is a container ship, when I left the ship in Philadelphia, I realized that actually it still is a dream, even... I fulfilled this dream, and it was probably one of the best times traveling which I possibly could have had. Actually, I just want to interject one thing. When you were last on the program, you were telling me that you were 15 years old, walking your dog on the Danube, where you're from, mm. and you had this dream that you want. You were looking at container ships, and you had this dream that you wanted to sail on a container ship. So fast forward several years, almost 30 years, and you are living in Seatoon, and you're watching these container ships come in and out of port, and you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I guess um, what, I, what I was fascinated with back then when, when we first spoke and now is why? Why would you want to spend 26 days at sea on what you said in your Facebook post was a very noisy, creaky ship? Mm. Um. I like to take myself outside my comfort zone and I like to do something what I want to do. And somehow how my family functions, my husband and my son, we give each other space and we encourage each other to follow our dreams. Um, That can mean that we do things as a family and that also means that we travel as individuals. And this particular trip I had to do on my own because I'm a photographer and I need time on my own to be able to translate my vision into photographs. You mentioned your son, Nico. Yes. yes. He's 11? Almost 12. Two more weeks and he will be 12. Tell me how it was to leave your son behind and your husband for what was the better part of a month because you spent time at uh, in Philadelphia, where you arrived, and in New York City. Yeah. Well, I don't really feel like I left them behind because even I say goodbye, we are very strongly connected. And um, since my f- son has been four years old, I've introduced traveling again, um, like going away for a trip at the time, and that twice a year. So my son um, is used to it. And the goodbye... It's it's a long preparation. He knew a few months beforehand that I will go on this trip. And then when the moment came to actually say goodbye, it was a big hug and no tears. It was happy faces and wishing me a great time. I think that, um, I mean, in my experience as a parent as well, I think kids understand um, on some level the nature of pursuit. And I think from what I know personally of your son, it seems like he's a very um, in- intelligent and very aware child. Um, I guess, tell me about the, the difference between just changing shift for a moment. 
the difference between dark and light. One of the things that I found so extraordinary about your journey was the imagery that you talked about along the way, that you filmed the sounds, not of the imagery, but I was able to imagine what you were experiencing through what you wrote um, and also, of course, through your photographs. But I was astounded by the imagery that you, um, uh, you know, sort of provided to all of your audience on, in various different formats. Thank you, Patricia. Um, I think that's the beauty about photography, that with an image, you can say so much, much more sometimes than to put words into it, uh, words to it. And you leave a lot of room for the person who observes the image. You can see it in your way. And about this particular trip, there was so much lonesomeness. I don't want to say loneliness, but lonesomeness and a lot of time on my own and taking photographs from the ship, the surrounding water, sky. That's pretty much it. And I find that this so beautiful to share this with other people and maybe to put a few words to it, but just to let it breathe and let it talk on its own. What surprised you on your journey? Everything and nothing. <laughs> uh, what surprised me? Well, I like to live in the moment, and I guess every morning when you wake, well, the mo one of the most beautiful things, now I'm there actually, one of the most beautiful things was waking up maybe five in the morning, and I had a window in my cabin, and the window, I, always, I saw all the containers and the horizon and the sun coming up, if there was a sun, and it was just breathtaking and every morning different, and you see the waves, and just incredibly beautiful. Sunrise, sunset, not to quote the song, but tell me about that moment where you experienced an ancient philosopher's experience of his own, seeing lightness meet darkness. Well, it was the actually darkness meet lightness. It was the night before we crossed the equator, and I said to one of the seamen to wake me up at four in the morning. I want to have some time, and it still was pitch black, and there's really, well, the stars are very bright, but otherwise there's no light source. And then to spend one and a half hours before you start seeing a very thin line, which more and more divides the ocean from the sky, which becomes the horizon. And that was something I have not seen before, and I don't know if I will ever see it again. It was one. It was just incredible. Tell me about um, some obstacles. Uh, how, how difficult? Did you have many difficulties on the journey, or did you feel that uh, the difficulties were part and parcel of what you were meant to experience? I don't. No, I don't really had a lot of difficulties. But um, one situation happened, and it taught me a lot that there's so much in your head which might not be how the reality is. Um, it, I think it was the first or the second night on the ship, and I tried to sleep, and the waves picked up, and it was dark, and I did not know anyone on the ship, and I was terrified to leave my cabin, and I thought, okay, if that's it, 
that's it. I really thought it's the my last day being alive because I thought it was the biggest storm in history. And the next morning when I went on the bridge and I told the seamen about how I felt, they laughed at me. They pointed their fingers at me and laughed and thought that was nothing. It was na So from that moment on, I was not scared anymore. How, how did you get through it, though? Well, I recorded myself a little bit. The video footage I have not released, and I don't think it's very good. But I recorded myself, and I, thought, I, I said, oh, I'm really scared now. I'm terrified. <laughs> um, it helps me to communicate and to thought maybe if I don't survive, but maybe the footage will survive. <laughs> anyway, it was not a big deal. Well, speaking of the footage, um, you specialize in natural light. And back in New York, you used to live in New York, you were an expert um, or kind of renowned for being the black and white photographer. Yeah. And now you've moved on to a specialty of black and white. How has that sort of lent itself to this journey? Either one. I, I know that you photographed in color. It's more color now than it ever was, really. Mm. I used to photograph, um, well, I always photographed in color, but I, conver I conver converted it to black and white. And I, I find a color photo, a good color photo is way more difficult than a good black and white photo. That's my personal opinion. Uh, but now I really enjoy color and especially twilight photography uh, in low light, not using flashlight um, and bringing the mood across of the situation in color. And I just, it came naturally. I think how more I photographed, how more I got curious about getting into color. You know, it's hard to know. It's hard to guess before I ask. But where does someone who's just achieved and fulfilled her wildest dream in life, where does she go next after spending 26 days on a container ship sailing from Auckland to Philly the long way through the Panama Canal? Hmm. Well, now I'm extremely happy to be here be back in Wellington, in situ, with my family, and I feel I'm needed by my family. Um, saying so, I'm a dreamer, and of course something is cooking somewhere in my head, um, thinking of taking the Trans-Siberian train. I knew it! <laughs> yes, we talked about it once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I talked to another photographer, and we were saying probably, maybe, having a photo workshop on the Trans-Siberian train, we are not aware that anyone ever ha has done that, having a small group of people, of photographers, and traveling from Beijing to Russia. So we'll see. I'll tell you what, then I'm just saying this live on the air so that it's recorded in some medium. You're going to invite me on the trip, and I'm going to tell the story of awesome. all the dreamers in one place on this extraordinary train journey. That would be brilliant. Birgit, if someone in Wellington wants to pursue their own dream to photograph, where can they find you? And I also want to know where might they find some of your photographs to have a look at. Well, um, I run workshops. Um, I give one-on-one uh, -on -one workshops as well um, on pretty much all kinds of levels. Um, I have a website, which is my name, birgitgripner.com. And my email address, if somebody would like to get in touch with me, it's um, birgitkrippner at me.com. That's B-I-R-G-I-T-K-R-I-P-P-N-E-R at me.com. And I'll just close with some words that I read 
on your Facebook page, which is one chapter closes, another one opens. So we'll look forward to having you back on the show when you and I have both come back from the Trans-Siberian. Awesome. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming. That's Birgit Krippner here with us in the studio. She's been on Nights with Brian Crump. She's been on Live from New Zealand. This is her second time here at Access Radio. She's an award-winning, intrepid, international photographer. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Patricia. <laughs>